but I believe the devil has got just as many churches as God does. He's got it all, all messed up where people don't get saved and just join the church or whatever and one way or another and got them thinking that they're all right. That's my opinion now. I hope I'm wrong. But uh, but there's a scripture. I got it wrote down here somewhere, but it said that he would deceive the very elect if possible. Now, it's not possible that Satan could deceive any of us. The only way Satan has any power in my life is if I give it to him. I have power through Jesus to overcome Satan. And uh, uh, when he come along, I was talking about when we first got saved and Satan's trying to tell us we, we didn't get it and, and we didn't really get the real thing and so on and so forth, trying to get us to doubt what God had done for us. And in this mind right here, Satan still does that. You remember uh, in the first chapter of the book of Job, it said there was a day when the sons of God came together to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came among them also. And I don't know exactly how that's quoted, but he, Satan, come to, Satan come to church with them. And... Uh, God asked him, said, where'd you come from? He said, from going up and down in the earth and to and fro in it. That's this carcass you're looking at right here. Now, God, when I got, the day I got saved, Jesus come into my soul and he bound up Satan. This is in the book now. He bound up Satan and his goods and cast them out into the earth. That's this thing you're looking at right here. This carcass didn't get saved. God told me to keep myself unspotted from the world. Now, he's got my soul sealed up till the day of redemption. Satan can't get in there, can't find it. But he told me to keep myself unspotted from the world. I, and he said, who can ascend Zion's hill? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. And he told me to keep my hands clean. He cleaned up my soul, but he, he told me to keep my hands clean. The Bible told us to lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and run with patience the races set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And uh, so it's up to us to live right. And the only way we can do that is is with the help of, of, of the Lord. If you've been saved, if you've been saved, you can live right. That, I didn't say perfect. We, they ain't none of us going to be perfect as long as we live in these bodies. But that don't, get, that don't give me an excuse to sin. I can't do something wrong and say, well, God knows I couldn't live right anyway. That ain't the way it is. He told me to 
he told me to keep myself unspotted from the world. That's to put out the very best effort I can and then repent when I can't, when I do mess up. And uh, if, we, if we can, when we do have a problem, did you ever, did you ever have a, be having a real bad day and seem like everything wrong and, and, and Satan kicking you around and, and uh, just get off by yourself and pray and God come through and, and bless you and just change the day completely. I imagine everybody's had those days. I know I have. And uh, God will, and, and still Satan will come in here and try to change, change your mind on some of that stuff. But <clears throat> Satan wants to mess us up if he can. And there's evil spirits, all kinds of them. And I don't want to get into all of that stuff, but there's all kinds of evil spirits that comes, and, but they all come from the same place. Satan sends them out, and they got, one, they got one job to do, and that's try to mess us up. Try to get in our minds, try to get us to, when we come to church here this morning, Satan's going to be right here. And he's going to try to get in here and keep us from getting in the service like we ought to. And he, if we're not careful, he'll do it. That's why we have to, the Bible said to humble thyself before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So if we come together with a humble heart, God will raise us up and he'll, he'll bless the service. Anybody got a comment? But I want <clears throat> to, I've, I've known, I've known the Spirit of God every time it's moved in my life since that Sunday morning in 1956. And, uh, but if we're not careful, we can, we can get some ideas in here that ain't right. Satan, Satan slipped something in on us if we ain't careful. And, uh, Mess us up. And that Satan, spirit of the Antichrist, and we're getting down to that here. And uh, you got a whole lot of people that's scared to death. The Antichrist is coming. Some big booger. That big booger has been in the world since the Garden of Eden. The, the exact same one, the Antichrist. Talked Adam and Eve into eating the fruit. Satan is the Antichrist. Always has been against God. And always will be as long as time stands. And, uh, but anyway. 
Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. Now listen, and even now already is it in the world. Don't have to take my word for it. The Bible said that. God's word said that. Already in the world. And Satan's been fighting God's church ever since the garden. And when that, when Jesus comes back, takes the church home, is when that fight's going to end. Our battle will be over. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. The Bible said, he that hath not the spirit of Christ is none of his. So if God ain't if God ain't give you the spirit, you ain't his. And uh, so it's it's by the spirit. And I said before, in, in this right here, Satan can tell me anything in here and sometimes just about get me to believe in it. He still comes along once in a great while. Try to tell me, you, you ain't never been saved. You might as well quit. You ain't doing no good. It ain't. You might as well just quit. And I, I've been saved a long time. But then the Spirit can move down in here, and I know for a fact that I've been saved, and I'm on my way to heaven. And uh, so it's by the Spirit that we know we're saved. This mind right here don't know that. Why we... we now, i got my memories here. I can remember the day I got saved. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of memories I have. I can even tell you what the preacher preached on. A lot of things. But that ain't where I got saved at. So there's still doubt in this mind. But in this flesh, we have a hope. And this, this probably ain't part of the lesson, but we have a hope in this flesh. Now, what I got down in my soul, I got everything, everything in there that my soul's going to get. It's already there. Already in the kingdom. But one of these days, I got a hope this, this body's going to die. We're going back to the dust. And, but in the resurrection, and there is, there is a resurrection, and in the resurrection we're getting up with, a, if we've been saved by the grace of God, we're getting up with a body just like the Lord. Perfect. All, this, all these doubts and problems and Every, everything that bugs us in this life's going to be gone. And uh, everything will be peace and joy forever. So we, we know that we dwell in Him because we've got the Spirit. And uh, the Spirit moves. 
I like the song the kids sang uh, about there's no God. The part where it said, let me tell you what Jesus done for me. And the Bible told us to be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you. And that's the reason the hope there is what Jesus done for me in 1956. If you can, if you can humble your heart and tell somebody right out of your heart how Jesus saved you, and that's why you, why you are what you are, uh, you can be a help to somebody. But we don't tell that out of here. We tell that out of here. The spirit has to move. Anybody got anything? And we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. We have seen. Peter said, I believe it's in the fifth chapter of Acts. He said, we are his witnesses of these things. They, they was talking about the resurrection, the death, burial, and resurrection. He said, we are his witnesses of these things. And so also is the Holy Ghost, which he giveth to all them that believe. So the Holy Ghost was witness to everything that happened to Jesus. And the only way that I can testify to that Absolutely, the only way I can testify to that and it be a true testimony is for God's Spirit to move and give that to me to do and move in it. That way that God's Spirit's doing the testifying. God's telling the story. He's just using my lips to get it out. But if I'm telling that story up here, if I, uh, there's a lot of scriptures I can quote by heart. But if I if I do that just out of here, it's just words. But if God's Spirit moves in it, it can go down into somebody's heart and be a help to them. So uh, it takes it takes God's Spirit. It takes God's Spirit. To reach people when they're lost, and every one of us understands that. It takes God's Spirit to direct us after that we've been saved, and we all we're all witnesses. Peter said we're 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 witnesses of these things. And we are also by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way we can, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Even though we know for a fact, I, I, believe, I believe this book from one end to the other. And I, I say all the time, I know, it, I know it's a fact. But it takes God's Spirit to make that real. I can't do that. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. Now, in order to confess that he's the Son of God, you've got to have the Spirit. 
and not. We can say a lot of words. I've, I've heard, I've, I've seen people, and, and I hope I'm absolutely wrong, but I've seen people come to the altar and get up and say they were saved and didn't really feel nothing in it, and they never did come back to church no more. Made me kind of doubt whether they got anything at all. But they said they did. And I hope they did. But uh, the, I, if, if that's the case, and I don't, know, I don't know their circumstances, but I know the day I got saved, and I've said this a lot lately, I got saved on a Sunday morning, and I couldn't wait till church time Sunday night to get back to church. And I was that way, well, for a long time. I kind of I slacked off for a little while in my late teens, but uh, I was that way for a, little, for a long time. And then when, I, when my heart's where it ought to be, same thing now. So, <clears throat> the only way, only way we can confess Jesus is by the Spirit. We can say words, but them don't. Them words don't confess because it don't come out of your heart. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to, to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And uh, everybody can quote John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that's an absolute fact. And I, I used the scripture a week or two ago. Uh, Perfect love casteth out all fear. And I remember the day I got saved. And I was afraid. God told me I was lost. It scared me. But when I got saved, that fear left. And God's love come down in here. And that fear has never been there again. Now, in here, I've been scared a time or two. But I ain't never been afraid of going to hell again. And uh, I'll tell you what I did do. I, I said, I got, I got away from the Lord a little bit one time. And the whole time, it wasn't going along. I couldn't handle it. I don't know how people do it, but I couldn't handle it. But I, I was scared to death the whole time that I was away from God because I knew I was, I was looking for trouble. I was going to get a, I was going to get a whipping, and uh, if I'd done something when I was a kid, uh, if I'd done something I wasn't supposed to, and, and and I knew my dad found out about it, I was in trouble. Well, I I didn't have to wonder whether God found out about it or not, because I knew He knew it. He knew where I was at. 
So I knew absolutely that I was in trouble. And it scared me in here. <clears throat> but if you get your heart right, that perfect love cast that fear out too. To some extent anyway. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because he, as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we. It's in him that we live and move and have our being. And if we've been saved by the grace of God, if we've been saved by the grace of God, our judgment's passed. A lot of people don't, don't agree with that. But the day I got saved, God judged my soul worthy of eternal life in Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Not that I was worthy of anything, but that He was. He judged my soul worthy of eternal life. And, and when, when we get up in the resurrection, I've, I've heard people talk like you stand in line before God and give an account. You're standing in line before God right now if, if you've got any account to give. Because when I leave here, the slate's going to be clean. Death, death is the final payday for this guy right here. When we lay down in, debt, in death, our debt's, our debt's done in this guy if we've been saved. We raise in the resurrection with a glorified body. And if I'm standing before God, I'm going to be shouting, I think. Ain't going to be no judgment. It's already gone past. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because... As he is, so are we in this world. And so God, when we when we leave here, we're going home. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And John said in another scripture, He that's born of God doth not commit sin, for God's seed remaineth in him, therefore he cannot sin. And that's talking about the soul now. That's not talking about this carcass here. The Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But down in your soul, if you've been saved, it's sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And uh, Satan can't find it. I said that before. Satan don't even know where it's at. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? They that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So uh, 
And, and, and I can testify to that. Everybody here can testify. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I, when, I come to, when I come to Jesus that Sunday morning, what a reward. Greatest day, I say this probably every Sunday, greatest day of my life. The best thing that ever happened to me. And, and I, could, I could swear if I had to, but I don't want to do that. But God's, God's been good to me every day of my life. He's blessed me beyond measure. But the very greatest blessing I ever got is the day I got saved. And uh, God's been good to me. But I'll, I'll throw this in. He'd, he'd be a lot better to all of us if we was all better to Him. But we've all failed. I know I've, I've failed the Lord a lot. But, but like the song they sang, He's never failed me. And uh, so if we overcome, we overcome through Jesus. And salvation is of the Lord. Uh, the day I got saved, I come to church, I wasn't thinking nothing about getting saved. I come to church and I was in a little block building over on Albert Street. I was sitting about three or four rows back over on this side. And uh, right against the end of the pew, and and the preacher, it seemed to me like that me and him was the only ones there, really, because he was preaching straight to me, or that's the way it felt to me. And God directed that down in here and tore me up. But I still, I was 15 years old, and I wasn't going to the altar. I stood there and held on to the seat, and I've told this story so many times, you guys could all probably tell it too, but I was standing there holding on to the back of the seat and keeping my face straight. I didn't want nobody to see me cry and looking the preacher right in the eye. Trying, I was trying to convince him there wasn't nothing wrong with me. And Edna Mason come to me that morning and stuck her hand and I said, do you need to pray? And, and that's all I needed. I was out of there. And I got saved. And I praise God that she followed the Lord because she had not have stood right there, I believe. And might have still been lost. I've often thought if I hadn't got saved when I was young, maybe I never would have. Because I'm, I'm real bad to try to figure things out in here anymore. And I wasn't hardly that way back then so much. But, uh, but God, God knows the right time and the right place and the right scriptures for the preacher to use and, and the right songs for the choir to sing. He knows what we need when we need it.
And, uh, and that's, why, that's why the church, he's got his spirit in the church so that he can give us direction and tell us what our people need. It's up to us when that spirit moves, if, if, if God gives you a testimony, that's important for some reason. God wouldn't give it to you if it wasn't. He gives you a song to sing, that's important. If he calls you to preach, that's important. Whatever, whatever, God, whatever God does, gives us to do, is, is vital. He's got a reason for it or he wouldn't give it to you. And it's an important reason. So we, we need to humble our hearts and follow God. And uh, if we humble our hearts, we'll be exalted in due time. And, our, and we'll see our people. They might not get saved, but I guarantee you they'll have a great opportunity. God will, God will reach them. Anybody got anything? There's all kinds of evil spirits in the world, and we've got to try the spirits, whether they be of God. And I've, I've heard people say before, if you wasn't real careful, you'd be saying, yes, Lord, to the devil. Now, I don't know about that, but uh, a, lot of time, a lot of times we'll follow the devil, whether we say yes, Lord, or not. But uh, He's given us the spirit, to direct us, to lead us, and to help us, and and uh, we gotta we gotta lean on him. That's all I got.